This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Ian Doyle, Liverpool are five points clear at the top of the Premier League after a routine win over Newcastle at Anfield. Um, thoughts? Um, it was routine in the end. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool obviously started, everyone's seen the game, they, they yeah. started pretty slowly. Um, but they once they got into the rhythm, even though they were 1-0 down, there was... The result was never really in doubt. Once they equalised in the second half, they could have won five, six, seven. They were that good. Yeah, cracking goal, wasn't it, from uh, Jethro Williams? It was a very good goal, yeah. Uh, we were right behind it in the press box. Yeah. As soon as he hit it, it was like, oh, this has got a chance. I know it's in. So yeah. there was a little bit of a surprise with that. But I thought Newcastle played okay, to be honest. I think Newcastle were better equipped for these kind of games than they have been uh, maybe last season. But, uh, okay, they did beat Manchester yeah, City. But, yeah, you know, they lost 4 into to Liverpool last time out. Yeah. But, but, yeah, Liverpool were just... Too good in the end. Yep, tend to agree. Um, well, it wasn't all plain sailing for Liverpool. They lost Divock Origi mm. to injury in the first half. And um, they very quickly made a decision over Rayan Brewster, didn't they? That's right. Um, obviously, Liverpool played in the 12.30 kick-off game. Would have finished about 20 past two. Mm-hmm. So I think they would have had an early sign of what, what may be wrong with uh, with Origi. Uh, Under-23s were playing at the academy at three o'clock. Uh, Brewster was in the starting lineup, And after 15 minutes, he got subbed. Um, yeah. So... It's an obvious call, and basically Liverpool said, look, we withdrew him as a precaution, and it makes sense, really. I mean, Brewster needs the game time, but he also needs to be fit. Liverpool mm-hmm. are playing a game on Tuesday against Napoli out in, in Italy in the Champions League, and, you know, he will, if Origi, which it looks like he won't be fit, um, he'll probably be on the bench. Do you think we'll see a bit of rotation for Napoli? I think we will. Uh, I think we, we did the pod, didn't we, before the, the game on Friday. Uh, I would like to point out that we all said that Firmino wouldn't play. Uh, we were correct yeah. on that one, yeah. Uh, although you I and did, I did both of it would be more difficult than people uh, yeah. imagined yeah, as well. No, I was yeah. quite, we did. feeling we're, quite we're, smug. Yeah, without this, we should just turn into <laughs> I told you so kind of little uh, video. But no, you're right. Um, what was the question again? There will be some rotation. Yeah. Brewster won't start, but the point being is that Liverpool do need the options if if because if, if they need players available. And Origi would have been on the bench. Looks like Brewster could be now. I know Liverpool did equalise, but is it a little bit of a problem that they just look so much better when Firmino's in the team? Is he almost a blessing and a curse now? Because as soon as you take him out, I mean, he's so good, isn't he? That- I think it was slightly misleading. I think Klopp said after the game that he made a mistake with his starting lineup, not by not starting with Firmino, but by putting Origi on the left and Manny mm, through the middle. Mm. Both of them were playing in not their ideal positions, not preferred positions, I should say. Uh, and I know Origi did well against Norwich on the left, and he's done well a few times playing there. But you know, Klopp said, look, Newcastle had five men behind the ball. It wasn't the right way to go. And Liverpool did equalise with Origi on the pitch, and Mane linking up with Robertson. That's how the, the equaliser came about, because he was up back on the left wing, because they had switched it by then. Well, the the gap stayed at five points because at the five thirty kickoff, mm. Norwich did the unthinkable and they beat Man City, didn't they? They did. Although anybody who follows me on Twitter will know I only turned it on at three one because I was busy doing work. So I put it on and then I put just to let everybody know I'm watching the game and the amount of abuse I got just for <laughs> turning on my television. And it's not like you were a little bit on the wind. Up well, there. of course, a little bit. But I was just letting everybody know that anyway. Mm. From what I saw, it was all Manchester City and mm. Norwich throwing everybody behind the ball, which was a little bit like what happened. Uh, with Tottenham, I mean, yeah, it's a shot result. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody could have envisaged that. You do get this kind of thing. I mean, I think Manchester City, when they won the league in 2017-18, they got beat 3-2 at Cardiff in a, one of their very early mm-hmm. games. And, you know, City romped home that, yeah. that year. So I wouldn't read too much into it other than looking at the way Manchester City played defensively. You know, a lot's been made of Laporte missing. Mm-hmm. Company's gone as well. That's two massive 
misses for them, absences. Obviously, the company's never coming back because he's, he's, he's gone to Anderlecht. Laporte not expecting back till about February. A lot of games to play until then. I mean, Stones and Otamendi are both decent players, but you can tell from how they played on uh, on Saturday. They haven't played together a lot. And with Norwich, I mean, I made a comment saying, look what happens when you have a go at City. And some people were saying, oh, they would have got beat. Like, you know, look at how many chances City had. But I was on about getting at the defence when you have the opportunity. Yeah. Don't just sit back and watch them. Liverpool proved that in 2018 when they won 4-3 and when they won 3-0 in the Champions League as well. Uh, that with Otamendi and with Stones there, you can go after them a little yeah. bit. And I think that's something that maybe some other clubs will look at and think, well, you, you never know. They'll have to, won't they, now? And uh, to be fair, imagine, flip it on its head, imagine if Liverpool were five points behind mm. at this stage, people would be losing their minds, wouldn't they? And they'd be saying the title race is over. So it, I think it it's does a feel di- big, I think it's a, it? it's a little bit different because obviously City have won it the last two years. So if they go five points clear, it's irrelevant. To, okay, Liverpool did win an awful lot of points, the most they've ever won in the Premier League last year. Say Arsenal were five points clear at the moment, nobody would be saying, no. oh, they're going to run away with the league. If City were, you'd think so. I know we have some Everton and Manchester United supporters in this office and they, they seem to think that the, the title's done and dusted, but I think they're just crying it in, crying in a little bit. Yeah. They've only played five games. I know Pep spoke after the Norwich games. He got asked saying, is this handed the title initiative to Liverpool? And he said, oh, you know, basically, yeah, oh, congratulations yeah. to Liverpool. They're the champions. You I was know. very happy about that. He wasn't was he, happy. So. No. The thing is, he knows what it takes to win a league and he knows that you don't win it in September the same way you don't lose it either. Mm. And City have that's the first game they've lost in the Premier League since January. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not a massive crisis. Yeah. But Liverpool are winning the games that they have to win. And that's what they were very good at last season. They won so many games against the teams outside the top six that if they keep on doing that, they're going to give themselves a really good chance. Long mate, continue. Right, nice one for tuning in. And we'll be back tomorrow with the Blood Red Pod to discuss that game and Napoli as well. See you then. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.